everyone, and welcome to The Black Corner. I am Lana. I'm going to do something a little differently on The Black Corner today. Typically, I talk about some black facts. However, I'm going to talk about um, something that has happened and has been in the news and everyone has heard about it. And I feel as a black woman, it still represents the black corner with me talking about it. So I do want to talk about abortion, but I want to start by um, talking about, you know, as a mom, as a mom of three girls, I have three girls and one boy, but I have three girls. One of my biggest fear um, as a mom of three girls um, was them coming home pregnant. That was a large fear, so much so that I would um, know when their periods were coming on. Like, I would just know. <laughs> it's like, Aunt, isn't, isn't your period due? Isn't it that time of month? Like, I do it now. My youngest is 13 years old, and I will ask her, is your period due? Because I am so paranoid about that. Yes, you want your children to be open. And for the most part, mine are. They tell me things that I really don't want to hear, uh, but that's okay. But there are certain things that I know they they don't always tell me. They may tell each other, but they may not tell me, no matter how open um, you try to be with your kids. So with that being said, with this um, leak draft, this leak of the draft opinion, <laughs> this draft opinion leak, um, it's terrifying. I'm sure it's terrifying um, for women around the world, for girls around the world, for moms around the world. It's just terrifying because like I said, I have three girls and I was terrified. Um, I, this is like my thought was always, just let them get through high school. <laughs> just let them get through high school. And then after high school, it's like, just let them get through college. I recall when I was uh, in high school, my last year of high school, my mom took me to the clinic and she was like, hey, listen, you're getting on birth control. Whether you're having sex or not, I don't know. But you're getting on birth control because what you're not going to do is be in college and get pregnant. Now, see, I'm in Massachusetts. So this is where you can do those things. Um, I was born in Alabama. My mom was from Alabama. She came here because she knew or my parents knew we would have a better life here. Not saying there's no racism and things like that, but we would have a better life here. And they were right because... Lo and behold, if Roe v. Wade is overruled, in Massachusetts, we have something called the Roe Act that will protect women's rights to have this medical procedure. And not only does it protect women's rights, it lowers the age from 18 to 16. So 16-year-olds can have this medical procedure without a parent's consent which I know, you know, sounds scary without my consent. On the other hand, they didn't have your consent to have sex either, right? Right. So if they can take care of that, let them take care of that. Anyway, let's go back because I'm going off track. 
And I want to make this quick anyway. So that was always a fear. Um, so when my oldest daughter turned 19, she came to me. She was out of high school, which is a good thing. And she told me she was pregnant and she did not know what to do at 19. I mean, she's still a teenager, right? Right. Again, we're in Massachusetts, so there are choices. Um, I didn't want to tell her what I would do. I didn't want to give her any ideas of what she should do. And I'm not going to talk about what I would have done. I, we talked about the pros and the cons. Let's say that, you know, what are the good things? There weren't very many. (laughs) And what are the cons? There are a lot of cons. You're 19 years old. Again, it was her decision alone and whatever she decided, um, I would support it. So she decided that she wanted to, um, move forward with the medical procedure. She had it scheduled, everything. (laughs) Um, So I had called her later on to see how she was doing and she never, she didn't go. She couldn't do it. She didn't want to do it. Um, Fast forward, 20 years old, she gives birth to my grandson, Pharaoh, whom I love and adore. It was a very difficult decision um, for her, it would have been difficult either or if she decided to abort. That is in no way an easy decision for any woman, any girl, any family, husband and wife. It is not an easy decision to make. But she chose to keep him, which was her choice, which is an absolute great decision. And I love my grandson. I love his smile. I love his questions. He is now seven years old. My oldest daughter is 27 years old. I am not going to say that it has been easy for her because it has not. But the thing about her is that she has a large net of family She's got her dad. She's got her stepmom. She has got me. She has got her grandmother. She has got her siblings. So there's a wide (laughs) net of family who is pitching in and helping her out. She lives alone. (laughs) She has a car. She has a great job. She has gone to school. She is doing what she has to do. That's not always the case. And it's not always that happy of an ending, right? There are uh, young girls who have babies who don't have the emotional support or they don't have the support of their families or they don't have families. They're struggling on their own. They can't call an aunt or a cousin to watch their baby. They don't have it. They're by themselves. They struggle. Or a young girl who has already had a child and cannot afford another one or a couple who has a whole family who can't afford another one. Like it's just, it should be an individual choice. And it's not always about affording. There are uh, women who have mental illnesses 
who should not bring children into the world, who know that they can barely manage on their own their emotions and their feelings. So then to bring a baby into the mix becomes even more difficult. So the bottom line, and everyone knows this, and I know I'm talking to people who already know this, should be a woman's personal choice. Um, This impacts Black women and children the most. Of course, it impacts all women, but Black women the most because we already have the highest maternal death rate in America. We're three times as likely to die from childbirth or or giving birth than a non-Black person. Um, and the interesting thing about this is all of these Republican states, you know, Texas, Georgia, Louisiana, these states that are passing these horrific uh, bans on abortion, criminalizing it, making it a homicide. These are the places that have one, <laughs> the highest poverty rates. Two, the highest rates of maternal death. Three, those are the same Republicans that don't want to have universal health care. They don't want to give you child care. They don't want to give you postpartum care. They don't want to do any of those things, but they want you to have babies. I I guess, hey, foster care, uh, people will adopt. No, they won't adopt because there's... Kids are already in the system. There's an overwhelming amount of kids in the system. There's an overwhelming amount of kids in the system prior to the pandemic. Remember all those parents that died? Husbands, wives, moms, dads. Those kids are in the system now. Remember there's an opioid crisis? Their kids are in the system too. So on top of that, we're going to have a whole bunch more children in the system and it's a system that Republicans don't want to fix. It's awful. (laughs) It's just bad. But I did want to come and share my personal story um, about this. Uh, If someone that was pro-life came to me and said, well, okay, you love your grandson, right? He brings you joy. Aren't you happy you had him? Now, what if she had aborted him? Would you, or if you had to do it all over again, how would you do it? How would you advise her? And I would say this, I would do it the same way. It would be her choice. That doesn't change. As much as I love my grandson, as much as I love his smile, it wouldn't change. I wouldn't change a thing. I would still have that conversation with her. We would still weigh the pros and the cons. And it would still be her choice to make. Thank you for joining the uh, Black Corner. I hope to see you soon. Please check out our show on Thursday. Me and my co-host, Honor. Thursdays at 8 p.m., The Quest Show. So I will see everyone there. Thank you. Bye-bye.